0: Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your
1: host, Shannon Patterson.
0: Well, hey, Porch Community, and welcome to episode 91 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, lead pastor at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm here with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hello, Josh.
1: Hey, Shannon. How's it going?
0: It's going well. I would like to offer to everyone um, the reality of being an adult. Okay. I'm excited about a new battery powered hedge trimmer that I just got from the amazons mm. and I'm going to use it later today and i'm <laughs> I'm like excited about it like as I think about my day, I'm like that's what I'm gonna be doing later <laughs> and um I get that, yeah, yeah, except you don't no, you don't he we continue this 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 um veiled Thing about Josh says he's allergic to grass. Definitely wow. allergic.
1: <laughs> you can Which ask is Kristen, why you she's... loved
0: the outdoor <laughs> Jesus's life weekends and outdoor services.
1: Oh, I'd I'd have to take like I kept Benadryl on me. Like <laughs> anytime had we're doing I had to like. Get, no one can afford an <laughs> epipen <heavy> anymore.
0: <laughs> that's that's sad.
1: That's well, really sad. I have a bone to pick with people.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Uh, all right. Do you know these people that say "Hallelujah"?
0: Hallelujah! Yeah, yeah. I I I know of one. He's a he's a longtime listener.
1: Oh, well. I like to punch. I want to punch those people in the face.
0: Okay, Will Steinberg, watch out!
1: I can't stand it. <laughs> it is.
0: Well, aren't they just like quoting like Medea or whoever that was? Yeah. Or Tyler Perry playing. I Madea? couldn't
1: stand it when Medea was really popular, and I was like, "It'll be fine. It'll die out." Yeah. But it's still a thing <laughs>
0: what, what what brought this on
1: i was I was talking to someone no I was watching Jesus' life uh-huh. like the kids and I was hearing kids say it like <laughs> and they weren't even like trying to be funny they were just saying it like, like it's hallelujah. Turned, like it's turned into the word
0: oh wow no it's it's hallelujah
1: yeah like they're saying that instead of hallelujah now <laughs> and I'm like nope 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 not not a thing <laughs> Not a real
0: word. Stop it.
1: And like that, it it makes my skin crawl.
0: Wow. Okay. So we're just coming at you today, folks. We I'm excited about lawn care, and Josh is having a linguistic meltdown. Yes. So this is what's happening. it, It is tough. You're like you sound like the. The, like a grumpy old man.
1: I, I I'm going
0: these young whippersnappers. I'm
1: going to be that grumpy old man,
0: like in the Muppets. Yes, the two guys up yes. in the, the box. Well, um, can you believe we've done ninety-one episodes? No, I mean it's weird.
1: It really is.
0: It's like it's like strange. We are working our way
1: to a hundred. Yeah,
0: if if my math is correct,
1: we will get there. We're
0: working towards a hundred. <laughs> so I don't know what we'll do. We'll have some like um extravaganza showcase for our hundredth episode yeah no i have no idea (laughs) i keep a little i keep some notes um with me like not paper notes but like on the device uh in the cloud and um of like podcast topic ideas i don't have like a hundredth episode podcast like topic idea episode but we'll look and see we'll see it'll have to be good though well, I would hope I would hope that they're all quality. They're all good quality episodes that we are providing yeah. to the listeners. Mm-hmm. So, well, so speaking of quality, um, what are we going to talk about today?
1: I think we're talking. This
0: was your idea. I like yeah. it. So,
1: uh, talking about the difference between uh, child ded- dedication, infant baptism, and I'm really glad you baptism. didn't say
0: defecation because that's what it sounded like you were about to say, and we don't want to talk about. Children defecating because.
1: Especially not during a dedication.
0: <laughs> no, we don't want that. Um, I've moved beyond that. So we're out of the diapers, you know. About I 11. Am not. So, yeah. So let's not talk about defecation. So um, some people are like, why? Why did you say that? Why? But if you were in here with me, you would see his mouth move and it almost was like child dedication. So.
1: No, like. <laughs> Defecation isn't a word that's in my vernacular.
0: (laughs) It is now. (laughs) Okay, so back to the whole point, and let's refocus. So, what's the topic today? What are we talking about? (laughs) Let's see how this goes.
1: Dedication, christening, infinite baptism, and believers' baptism. Infinite
0: baptism is that when I just hold them underwater for a real long time.
1: (laughs) You know, there's a couple kids that you've, a couple people you've just been like, yep. It'll just be an accident. I'll say I got into the Holy Spirit, Whoops. and then when I looked down, it was too late. <laughs> I thought I thought they were having a Holy Spirit moment. They were trying to fight to get up.
0: Well, according to some of you on staff, named it sounds like I'm not going to say names, but it rhymes with um, Posh and Wriston. Uh, Wriston l- um, w- said that I like took a couple of the the
1: um, you choke slammed them <laughs> into the water.
0: I I look back, and it's like I had my hand on their upper chest. They were males, so I kind of helped them go backwards. So, yeah.
1: She was WWE (laughs) eating them into the tank.
0: So, yeah, we are going to talk about dedication, like child or baby dedication, Um, christening, uh, which we haven't really talked about, but it does come up with me when people talk about this, Infant baptism and then believer's baptism. What's the difference? What's the same? Why the different names?
1: Why does it it matter?
0: Uh, Yeah, right, right, right. So I thought we would start with kind of the uh, before we, you know, get a little bit deeper down into our Wesleyan, you know, theology, Mm -hmm. um, our faith and practice. Basic Webster's Dictionary states this about baptism. Which is, it's a Christian sacrament marked by ritual use of water and admitting the recipient to the Christian community. So that's mm-hmm. a really good yeah. basic um, a definition. I, I'd say a nice generic definition by and large. Um, nothing like wrong with that in, no. in my opinion. Um, now, here is from our faith and practice of okay. the Porch Community Church. This is something that we established as we were moving towards becoming a non-denominational church. Um, so we have a faith and practice. You can actually... Do we have that online yet? We'll have to put that up there eventually. So yeah. um, make that available. Mm-hmm. So, um, But so our faith and practice um, states this. Baptism marks the beginning of of our lifelong journey as disciples of Jesus Christ. Through baptism, we are joined with the triune God, the whole of Christ's church, and our local congregation. So we're saying God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the universal, like capital C, church, and our local congregation. That's what we say through baptism happens. The water and the work of the Holy Spirit in baptism convey God's saving grace the forgiveness of our sins and new life in Jesus Christ. So it it um, shows that it reveals that it celebrates that all through baptism. So here's a trivia question for you, Josh. Oh, okay. take. What percentage of Christian denominations? All right, and I know there's like a bajillion, but I'm talking about like the major, you know, the mm-hmm. the big ones. What percentage of Christian denominations perform infant baptisms? And what percentage would you say perform believers' baptism? I guess you can just name one and then we'll figure out the other the other percent. So Okay. I
1: don't I don't think I can do percents because of how because there's so many denominations. Well just that, take
0: a stab at it.
1: I would I would say there are more Christians that have been infant baptized than I would say have been believers baptized because of the size of the Catholic Church, mm, as yeah. as a denomination,
0: yep, yep. So
1: I would say that there's been more Christians infant baptized than I would say believers baptized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but from well, a, that,
0: I think that's a good yeah. Go ahead, but you don't from, have to give a number now. You you hit the nail on the head. Okay, <laughs> but what were you going to say?
1: I would say like, um, I would say thirty percent of denominations might do infant baptisms. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like the Protestant movement wanted to move away from things like the Catholic Church did. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of them chose to not do infant baptism, Mm -hmm. just to do something different than the Catholics.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it was just to do something different. I mean, there was definitely a a doctrinal You know it was a conversation. We have to figure out
1: a doctrinal (laughs) reason. How can we look different than them? Yeah.
0: But yes, I mean, they did nail that down. But you're you're really close. Most... Most denominations, eighty mm-hmm. percent of uh, denominations uh, perform what we would call an infant baptism, mm-hmm. um, so or small children as well. Yeah. So it's not just necessarily newborn. So you have the Roman Catholics, Catholics, uh, Eastern Orthodox, Anglicans, Lutherans, Methodists, the Nazarene Church, the Reformed Church in America. Episcopalians, the United Church of Christ, and Presbyterians, and so together those constitute over eighty percent of all those who call themselves Christians who perform infant baptisms, where as like your background mm-hmm. um Baptist and most of your non denominational churches
1: mm-hmm.
0: or maybe Baptist light um churches, maybe if yeah. you want to call it that um they will like
1: Pentecostal Church of God, you know.
0: Yes, um, we'll wait until, yeah, like Assemblies of God waits, mm-hmm. uh, we'll wait until the recipient is old enough to consciously, on their own, accept Christ and choose to have the baptism themselves. Right. Um, so, and honestly, maybe it's, I mean, and I even grew up Catholic, so mm-hmm. you would think that my mindset would be, oh yeah, uh, more people do infant baptism but maybe it's because I've lived in South Georgia for, the South
1: is is f- for the different.
0: last quarter of a century mm-hmm. um, I was just like oh no most people do uh, believers baptism most people wait until that person is old enough to choose for themselves and that wasn't the case I, I was actually kind of surprised yeah. but um, but you are right historically and I think because of the prevalence of um, Catholicism even still around the mm-hmm. globe, um, and some of these other larger denominations that it, infant baptism is actually higher than yeah. some might think. Um I don't know if we'll get into the minutiae of all that today, but obviously people have seen us do mm-hmm. infant baptism. Yep. Um, we, we did that when we were downtown, when we mm-hmm. were still you know, Methodist. Uh, we did that when we came here in 2019. We were here for three years under the, the Methodist, United Methodist banner, if you will. And now we are non-denominational, and that doesn't mean that uh, we now no longer do infant baptism. Um, I would still perform an infant baptism for someone, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for uh, parents, uh, if if they so desired, simply because on one key point, which is that baptism signifies the grace of God. Yes. Baptism signifies, it is an outward expression yes. of an inward work. Now, that means that God's grace is evident in that child's life and in the... Um, y- in a lot of liturgy that you would find for those who, who um, do participate in infant baptism, there's a lot of wording in regard to um, the responsibility being upon the parents mm-hmm. to raise that child in a Christian home with Christian teaching so that one day that child will profess Christ. Right. Um, so I am not, like, uh, opposed to infant baptism. However, I also see the um in scripture the the uh, the move towards um, believers' baptism because that's what you see over mm-hmm. and over and over again. But you also read in scripture where let's say, you know, Josh heard the gospel and uh, repented and believed and was baptized by John the Baptist, and mm-hmm. then Josh went home and his entire household was baptized, which that would include um, if you were, uh, you know, a middle class person there mm-hmm. in, in Jerusalem um, that would include, you might have house servants yep. or slaves, um, your spouse, your children, children. Um, of all ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you see a lot of, of, of that where whole households were, were then mm-hmm. baptized. So you, we could really go in s- such depth um, historically uh, what it meant and what people say Here's a big thing I want to put out there. What were you about to say? Honey? Well,
1: and I guess outside of using water, there mm-hmm. is no like strict way like baptism has to happen, right?
0: Well, it, that's a, that's a good point because that's what some people would say is it the Biblically amount speaking. The amount is very important. I mean, you see immersion over and over and over again um, in the scriptures, um, but you also. Um, at no point do you have someone say it You must to, Right, right
1: or You have to be right. immersed But
0: when you look at a lot of the um, translations There's a lot of examples it's, it, it is immersion, yes, yes. Correct So um, But I think a big point to make above it all And this is where When you talk about denominations And where they stand on this um, Some would say that The act of infant baptism Uh, removes from that child their original sin and therefore you know now they're okay so you go back into even you know medieval you know times Mm. and the thought was you've got to be baptized or because if you die your soul is where you know does it go to hell does it go to purgatory is it just out there and so because the mortality rate infant mortality rate was so So high. high that infant baptism was a, something that people chose to do for the, they thought, for the soul of their child. But the act of baptism does not save a person. No. And the act of baptism does not remove any sin. It is an outward symbol, much mm-hmm. like communion. Now, there are people that would debate that with me, of course, and that's where you get in. That's why we have denominations. I mean, yeah. it all kind of, uh, most denominations have splintered somewhere along the, the lines of the sacraments, you know, or, or in regard to communion or baptism. Yeah. Um, so, but in regard as to where we stand, mm-hmm. that's two um, of the
1: biggest differences between Methodists and Baptists, right, right? How they interpret the sacraments,
0: correct? And our, and they call them ordinances in the in the uh, in most of the Baptist churches. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they don't use the word sacrament, but I think they tend to lean towards ordinance, yeah. you know, um, which the, I don't even really know that one. The so.
1: higher educated pastor mm-hmm. I've been around would mm-hmm. use the word sacraments more. Mm
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I've. I've seen that and
1: like like a like a uh ordained pastor that's sh- that rose through the church itself to become a pastor mm-hmm. um is just would use ordinances because it's what he'd be like taught in like his in church yeah process yeah. Yeah. but if they went to like seminary it would always be called sacraments and stuff even in the Baptist right. seminaries
0: yeah. yeah so so we have um this, um so I guess let's let's make sure we are all on the same page here we we don't view uh baptism as it's a saving work right it is an outward expression mm-hmm. um, so we don't view um, infant baptism even in in Methodism or in a Wesleyan a doctrine where it as it it removes um like the sin of the child um that's just not that's not how it happens. Um, so let's talk about a couple of things um, that I think, let, let's go back to christening. Okay. Okay, let's go back into christening for a minute.
1: Because this is the one I know the least about.
0: Right. Um, christening is actually, it's infant baptism. Yeah. Um, the term is used, and you see the word Christ in there. Um, in the word christening in and of itself, but christening was often meant, um, especially in the Catholic church, carried over into others, was a time to name the child. So you would actually, uh... If you were a believer, you you might have an idea of what you would name your child, but it really wasn't official. They weren't issuing birth certificates back then. Mm -hmm. So the record of someone's birth was at the church. Yes. And so you would go before the priest, and you would um, have the child baptized and then christened with a name. And Mm -hmm. so uh, what you find in a lot of liturgy is, and what name shall you give this child, or what name does this child have, or something to that effect and often they are given a name, and it has some significance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, usually, you know, usually family significance, named after another person or a saint, mm-hmm. or something like that. So the christening is infant baptism, um, but sometimes it's used instead of the word infant baptism. Maybe it sounds a little more Jesusy or something. I yeah. don't know. Um, but it also has a little significance in regard to the the official naming of the child mm-hmm. um
1: and historically you'd get to christening once you've reached a little like you passed a time frame that probably meant you might survive <laughs> because yeah, they i wait- don't mean
0: to laugh like ha ha ha, but yes but, you're right but
1: they waited yeah. because like they didn't they didn't want to waste a name on mm-hmm. a kid that wasn't going to make it yeah yeah because and if you look at a lot of like old like medieval english mm-hmm. um cemeteries there's a lot of unnamed babies that never got to like their christening to where they right. got a name and stuff. They didn't receive a name. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So we have this large percentage of churches that perform infant baptism, and in most of these that I mentioned, they would they would use the term christening just mm-hmm. as much. Um, but that is what is actually happening is an infant baptism, and with all of those, I think. Um, I'm not so certain, certain with the Presbyterians, um, just cause I'm not learned in that. Most of them would say, once you got baptized, um, no matter, regardless of your age, that is your baptism. So don't have another baptism. Um, so this w- with christening, um, it's, it's not a, some would say it's not a sacrament. That's, I don't agree with that. That is, it's a it's a baptism. So I would say that it is. But then you have people that go, well, I don't even, I, we don't view infant baptism as actual baptism. So we don't call that a sacrament. We would call that a, you named your child and brought the child before the church, which mm-hmm. moves into dedication. Right. Uh, which is where I think, um, you know, we are, we have never done a child dedication before nope. until this coming Sunday. Yep. On, uh, August twenty first, we're going to have our first ever dedication child dedication um Sunday and I want us to talk a little bit about that and why we're doing it and whatnot. But I think first is um just with your background, because mm-hmm. I didn't experience this um either growing up or later, but what's your experience with um infant or child dedication?
1: Well, I don't remember mine.
0: <laughs> so you were dedicated. I was dedicated. Okay.
1: okay. And uh and I have the the Little Precious Moments Bible in my underwear drawer to prove it.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So, great. <laughs>
1: Wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, but it was, you know, I, I don't remember it. So, it...
0: Well, have you seen it? Like, you, you've you obviously witnessed... I've
1: witnessed several. You know, yeah. like, you'd bring up, like, all the kids that were born within a year's time frame, and you'd bring mm-hmm. them, and, and, like, you'd say, hey... And, it, and it's more about the parents committing to the way they raise their child than anything about the child mhm and that's that's more about the the service to me is about basically saying parents you're you're saying you're going to toe the line mm-hmm. and the church is and now you have an agreement with the church that you're going to toe the line and and have this kid in church yeah and you're going to have them plugged in and you're going to and you're going to do right by them with the christian faith
0: yeah yeah.
1: And to me, ultimately when you boil it down, that's what a dedication service is. Mm-hmm. It's more it's more about an agreement between the parents and the church than it actually has to do anything about the child. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: And then that Precious Moments Bible is more like the contract.
0: <laughs> uh, just to remind you later.
1: Well, I mean, because it, it well it it does rem like what that little Bible does, it, it shows me that my parents yes. at that age Cared so much about my spiritual mm-hmm. faith yep. that they were willing to put themselves basically, like, in on a public forum, saying, mm-hmm. "I'm going to make sure that Christianity, uh, Jesus, is important to this mm-hmm. child."
0: Yeah. So you have that that uh, remembrance in mm-hmm. in that precious moments Bible too. You know that. I mean, and that is that is a powerful. Mm-hmm. powerful Um
1: Because, like, I, I don't remember my first time going to church. I don't remember mm-hmm. the first time I heard the gospel. I don't remember that. But I do know that even before I remembered, my parents said that Jesus is going to be important to me. Yeah, yeah. And that they were going to make sure that it happened.
0: Yep, yep. Mm, that's good. That's good. So y- you've basically said all, all the, the things. You kind of touched on the main points. But with... um. A dedication. What we're saying is, it's 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 an important moment. It's not a sacrament. Right. It's not baptism. It's not um, that. But we are dedicating that child is is being dedicated. And there's examples in scripture uh, mm-hmm. with Hannah and Samuel and and even Mary, the mother of Jesus. I mean, took took him for a blessing before um, to to the temple. You know. So there are these these moment these scriptural examples of parents. Um, blessing their child Mm -hmm. um and but but you are so right because the we call it the child dedication but it's also the parents who are dedicating themselves to raising that child Mm -hmm. in in a christian home in in a way where their actions and words are are a witness to their child and um and then a same thing with with i would even say with those who perform infant baptisms and some of that wording what's included in a child dedication is some sort of wording that says you know and the the hope the prayer uh is that this child will one day claim Christ for themselves yes and and live into mm-hmm. into that and that's the hope um
1: and and see from for one of the ways i was taught is that the the dedication is the beginning of the contract uh-huh and then the believer's baptism is the fulfillment mm-hmm. of that contract right right because at that point um the the believer that got baptized is now responsible for his and her own
0: mm-hmm. walk yeah 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 i would yeah i would definitely say the the moment of of conversion mm-hmm. and then Hopefully soon thereafter followed by by baptism. Yeah, and, sometimes and, and people I'm wait. talking
1: about like the public.
0: Yes, the public profession. R- Publics, yes.
1: the public stuff. Not yeah. not the like what the what the dedication publicly shows is that there's going to be nights of teaching the Bible and mm-hmm. praying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all this kind of, and, and like learning the faith. And then what the baptism shows is that because of all this that the parents poured into, there was a moment where the child accepted Christ, and mm-hmm. that, and now we're, and now we're showing the fruits of that of what came out of that dedication.
0: Yep, yep, yeah, and I think uh, I, I think that's a really good point because with with all of this going back to the the point of dedication is that it's it rests with the parents, which is, I mean. God has blessed us with the child. So if we're believers, mm-hmm. we want to raise this child in in such a way that they they call on the name of the Lord. Like, that is our hope. That is our prayer. And that's a pretty— That's, that's a, a it's
1: big a, responsibility. It
0: is. And it's kind of—I mean, I, I don't want to say dicey, but like— it's scary. It is. It, it really is. is. And then, I mean, you look statistically at us, Josh, and— mm-hmm. And the statistics on kids whose parents are in full time ministry—not good. It's not the best number. So no. we, uh, you know, like that is something that, at, and especially as Mallory is into adolescence and, you know, these these tween years. You know, I'm just like, okay, Lord Jesus, I want her to love you, and I don't want her to. You know, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a whole other side mm-hmm. deal. We should talk about that as another. Maybe episode. that's the 100th episode. Maybe that's the 100th episode is what do we do with our kids? Which, speaking of, I'm excited because we just started a community group this past Sunday night, a brand new group for parents of students. Uh, most of them are middle school, but some have high school age kids as well. And um, we meet on Sunday night while the students are meeting. And uh, even just the introductory night, because we just kind of met and talked about our experiences and and why we want to be in this group, and we're going to do a book study. But it was just like, oh yeah. And so I'm very thankful to be in it as as a participant. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to facilitate the conversation, but I need it just as much as anybody. Yes. Because here we are going. Okay, we're parents, and we love Jesus, and you know, how do we steer our kids? And oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, so. Um, so I thought, so, okay. So infant baptism happens when they are an infant, um, christening is infant baptism, but it often came with an official naming, especially when, I mean, that came around when that was the record of a child's birth. I mean, Mm -hmm. that was, that was known. And, um, and then dedication is more, it's not a sacrament, but it's an opportunity for parents maybe even in some cases it might be grandparents or other you know yes. adults that are you know responsible for the child mm-hmm.
1: i had two cousins that were dedicated by my mom's parents yeah yeah so yeah um they were uh dedicated because my grandparents raised them they were the ones mm-hmm. that dedicated them because they're like i'm the one that's responsible for this job Mm
0: -hmm. right right and so with that that is the 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 parents or you know responsible adults are saying we are we're committing with the church and they're also asking the church Mm, yes which which this is this is language you will find throughout Mm -hmm. um not as much not as often in believers baptism i've noticed but especially in christening infant baptism dedication a question is asked of the congregation will you do all on your part to support this family this child um and come alongside of them mm. so it is a corporate yeah um, I, celebration. I would
1: say that it's kind of like an an unwritten thing in the at least in the church i grew up with yeah because you know the they they used to use a tagline it doesn't take a village to raise a child it takes a church
0: Mm, mm. yeah i never heard that
1: yeah so like it was the amount of women at that church that had permission to whip me. <coughs> Excuse me, me is <laughs> redonkulous.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: Especially because my mom would sing in the choir, and my dad was a truck driver, so he wasn't able to be there every Sunday. So I would have to sit on the front row of the church while my mom was up in the choir, and she would have like a lady sit behind me
0: and thump you in the head.
1: No, she would take me like if I, if I got a line, and it never really happened. But they would take me out of the sanctuary, <laughs> and they and they could whip me.
0: <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat>
1: I think I don't I don't think it ever happened. Maybe once by who, the guy that ultimately was like the headmaster of the s- Christian school that the church had done. I think he might have been the only one in the church. But yeah,
0: but like, a lot of people had like a little laminated card like, like can I, spank
1: Josh. Josh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it was so much more than like a discipline. Yeah, like you yeah. could go to you could go to anybody in the church, and, and like as a child, I knew that I could ask them anything, and they would and they would help me mm-hmm. take care of what whatever I needed.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And and I, and that's really the responsibility of the church mm-hmm. is like to help parents raise their child. Yep, to an extent.
0: And I mean and. I didn't intend for this but I'm going to just go there with this because of how churches are now especially the Sunday morning experience. You don't often have the the social time, the gathering time, the, some of those things. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's much it's larger and it's yeah. bigger and there's a lot of people. But would you not say Josh that your community group Oh, hundred percent. And the way that you know, like you, you how many you said you had a bunch of what'd you 11 all eleven
1: kids. We did a movie night <laughs> at at our house and there was eleven kids <laughs> between four couples.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of children.
1: That's a, like you know if our community group's not meeting on Wednesday night <laughs> porch kids because there'll be a room that's completely empty. <laughs> like we yeah, fill yeah. a room.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like Kristen checks with us to make sure we're meeting to meet, see right? the to see the staff needs.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, so in that way, like your group fulfills what probably a lot of smaller churches, Mm -hmm. um, rural churches, smaller churches, that same, um, you know, atmosphere, I guess, of these are these are adults who are committed to. Uh, caring for my child. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Um, and, you know, speaking truth to them. And not saying that that doesn't happen on a Sunday here, um, but it's just like the... It's harder. The Yeah, the structure of the the day doesn't necessarily lend itself mm-hmm. to that. But, but even so, I mean, well, I love standing in the lobby or, st- you know, being around, you know, before service and sometimes after service and, you know, talking to kids that are walking around and asking questions and people mm-hmm. have that, you know... Your your um, oldest Adeline, you know, made a point of coming in Sunday morning and immediately just going, "I love your I love your shirt. I love the colors. I love the flowers. I like the shoulder part. Like she's like she, a fashionista. Yeah,
1: yeah, and very articulate.
0: Yeah. So just go ahead and start saving up money for her clothes. But um, yeah, <laughs> we have. I'm in trouble with that one. You are. You are. So, um, but, well,
1: and to a perfect example, I know with my kids at least mm-hmm. our our students like our high school students yep. do a an amazing job yep. loving on our kids
0: because mm-hmm. a lot of them volunteer yes. and work in the nursery and help um
1: like yeah. you know you talk about from and a larger you your
0: babysitter pool yep, right there <laughs> from a
1: larger aspect of our church
0: uh-huh
1: our students create like that small for yeah. for our kids like we develop the circle around them as like an adults with like our uh-huh. community group, but their circle is those high school kids and colleagues that work mm-hmm. on Wednesdays and Sundays.
0: Yep, yep. And
1: and those adult volunteers that um, work on Sundays and Wednesdays. Yep. I mean that like we have our circle that we know that they can go to, but they also have their own circle that they of people that they mm-hmm. know they can trust. Mm-hmm. Like I'll bring Adeline to stir and she'll point out to people that she knows and sometimes before like if she knows I'm busy she'll ask one of them to like t- that works with stir mm-hmm. or that works with Portuguese to take her to the bathroom <laughs> like, and I have to go I'm sorry she she doesn't know that you're here for this and not to play with her and they don't her. care at all No, they don't care.
0: Yeah. They don't care at all. Um, and I love that. I, I love that um, that atmosphere that that we have of that because that's the whole point of child dedication so i think maybe a good good uh, segue here is why did we choose to um uh, go towards a child dedication we're not leaving infant baptism we, i will still um do that for mm-hmm. someone who mm-hmm. desires to do that because it's not about um you know uh, I, the grace of god covers that I'm, yeah. I'm totally okay with that um but why did we go there um you know, I'd had several conversations over the last two years, really, of parents going, "Well, so I want to do the dedication," or they'll say, "Hey, I want to christen my child," and I'll go, "What do you, what do, what you, do mean? you mean when you say christen? What is your expectation, uh, christening?" Um, and so we've had some conversations, and and uh, what I found from that are a lot of parents who, and and I'll just be totally, I think this has had a total impact on this is because our facility, when we moved into the place, already had a baptismal Mm -hmm. tank visible there, present. And we have used it. A lot. And, you know, I mean, 11 baptisms two weeks ago. Um, Immersive believer's baptism. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we're not going to throw an infant into the the tub. Um, Even though they did do that. Some would do that back in the day. They would fully immerse a child. But anyway, um, we ain't doing that. No. I think because of the witness of that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think it has most definitely had an impact on how people are thinking about this. And um, and so people are saying, I, I want to dedicate my child, or, you know, I was baptized as a baby. I want to, you know, have this blessing for my child, make this commitment before the church, but I also want my child to choose on their own to be baptized mm-hmm. later. Yep. And so, you know... Again, I do. I don't. I don't I fall see. In this camp. Correct, and I don't see where going this route is in any way, shape, or form uh, going against um, uh, any any doctrine or anything that mm-hmm. nullifies. You know, right. a child dedication doesn't nullify an infant baptism. That's just the route in which those parents have chosen mm-hmm. um, to go yeah. for them, and understanding that baptism doesn't. Um, Make or break. Right, make or break anything. It's not your path to get into the gates of heaven. Yes. Yes. And so, um, and I know I have some uh, friends, colleagues, you know, people I've been in ministry with for a long time who would would probably shy away from child dedication because they didn't want to take away from infant baptism. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, this is something that, you know... Before I went into licensed full-time ministry as a United Methodist Mm -hmm. back in uh, 2005, 2006, Um, I was in full-time ministry. I just wasn't licensed in the UMC at that point. But right before that, the reason it, some people were like, why did you wait so long, you know, five, six years? Um, Because I was doing the porch ministry and all that stuff. But, and my one hang up, my one, you know, kind of, obstacle to get beyond was infant baptism really yeah i just was like i don't know i don't know and it really was the understanding of grace and the understanding of 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 the grace of god that's represented the prevenient grace of mm-hmm. god represented especially in the work of baptism um and recognizing god's grace at work not just mm-hmm. provenient grace but all of it um made me okay with it yes okay with it yeah um However, which and, I
1: actually think that is a great way of looking at mm-hmm. infant baptism is talking about prevenient grace and mm-hmm. and like showing an example of it being as prevenient grace and, and like to me mm-hmm. that's fantastic right
0: right um but uh I still like and I'll use my own daughter as an example, so we had uh we had her baptized uh, right around her first birthday um. And, and we had a a baptism service. And then, uh so she was about one. And when she was about six, she had a conversation with me and drew and and professed her faith and asked about faith and and you know, we prayed with her and and we recognized that as her moment of of coming into understanding of of really of what Christ has done for her mm-hmm. and And then it was probably two or three years later uh, that she started asking about being, as she put it, baptized.
1: <laughs>
0: and um, because of my role in the church and because of where, you know, what I was doing, mm-hmm. I, you know, she had seen people when we were still downtown, we would bring in like yeah, a portable tank. tank. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I just, and, and here, so that's when I was really faced with, okay, am I going to tell my child who wants to be immersed in baptism as a sign of her faith in God because of what Jesus Christ has done for her am i going to tell her no yeah. am i going to tell her because if i don't believe that that water changes her life other than it is a sacrament a it is a recognition of the work of God mm-hmm. right um then am i going to deny that and i was very torn um but then again because i was at the church i wasn't we weren't going to have a baptism service no because
1: it's because the methodist church is one and done yeah
0: people would have been and so but that that summer when we were at the beach uh we were at saint george and a lot of my family were there um we mallory asked to be baptized so i baptized her in the gulf of mexico how cool is that um immersed her in believers baptism in the Gulf of Mexico, and and I love that, and that's what she sees as her baptism, and she has that. It's much like the Precious Moments Bible that you have, that she, you know, she mm-hmm. has. I mean, she has one of those little Bibles too. But there is a marker in her life that she chose to have and be a part of, recognizing God's work. Mm-hmm. So some would say that I am all over the board regarding baptism, and I would just, I all I can say is. I've read the scriptures. I've seen where believers have been baptized and immersed. I've seen where entire households have been baptized, which had to include children. Because um, when it says entire households, it was very intentional in the wording that it wasn't just, you know, the spouse of whomever just, you know, got saved mm-hmm. or, or their adult children. I mean, entire household means everybody there. Yeah. Um, so... I'm okay with that. And Mm -hmm. if someone comes to me and says, Hey, I was baptized as a baby. Um, I don't want to be immersed again, but I want to remember my baptism. I'll be like, great. We will do that. I'll make the sign of the cross on your forehead with some oil, whatever you want to do. Um, Mm -hmm. but they might come to me and say, I was baptized as a baby, but I, I want to choose on my own to be baptized. And I will do that. Mm -hmm. Um, we will do that as a church.
1: Right. Um, you know, I said, I don't remember my dedication, obviously. Mm-hmm. I remember my baptism.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: is probably the biggest standout of my um, faith walk as a child. Yeah. Third grade. Uh, Brother Don Harper baptized me. And I had three other people in my, in my grade get baptized with me. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, they say like you, it's just water. Mm-hmm. But like the spirit the spiritual feeling oh yeah like even as a kid like oh, yeah. i could tell mm-hmm. like maybe maybe it wasn't like as literal as like standing up yeah but you can tell when that when that service was done like yep. you could feel
0: Mhm. yep
1: like i acknowledged it
0: yeah yeah and there's something to be said for that you know you look at the sacraments uh, you look at communion and you've heard me say this josh but it is it is very intentional, I believe. You know, God created us with senses, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, the the sacrament of communion, for example, is something that you can taste and you can smell. You can see it. You yep. can hold it. Um, and I think that's very intentional. And the same with baptism. It is something you feel. You feel the immersion when you are dunked. Or you feel the water poured over your head. Mm-hmm. And it... It... it, it, it uh, delivers a message not just an auditory message you know not just something in your ear where someone goes okay you are baptized no you you There's, feel it you sense it and i think that's it totally intentional i mean it's on, a, it's
1: a five sense experience mm-hmm. communion same way yeah right you know yep. and, and i think that's what makes the sacraments so special is because mm-hmm. it is a total i, I mean six sense too because it's a spiritual connection it, yeah so, like I mean, it is a total being mm-hmm. interaction, yeah, yeah, those two things mm-hmm. and it's one of those, and those are two of the things that a we either get to share together mm-hmm. or we get to share publicly with the church, yes, and that's two of the only things that everyone like that is consistent mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and I, and i and I think those things are special and and when a believer decide like decides to do baptism Mm -hmm. is, is just such a powerful thing in their in their walk
0: yeah well and i think uh some of the detractors of believers baptism um or would or maybe not i wouldn't say detractors but i think one of the the comments made often about believers baptism by some is that it's an individual moment which which it is. It is an individual decision mm-hmm. um, where people who lean towards infant baptism talk about the corporate you know, responsibility, the parents, yeah. the church, everyone. Uh, which is why I think it's important with Believer's Baptism to remind everyone that it is a corporate celebration, is a corporate yes covenant ba- for the church yeah. as well. Um, which is going back to why we've chosen to do dedication is... Um, If we, if, if parents are expressing, we want our child to make that choice, um, when it's time for them to experience, um, you know, immersive believers baptism or another style of baptism, you know, pouring or whatever. Um, but when they choose that, what's important about the dedication is then is reminding everyone of the corporate, Mm -hmm. that there is a corporate responsibility as the body of Christ to impart on that child, in as the church, so you you, you talked about it. There's going to be people who are your child's um, porch kids volunteer, or their VBS leader, or their Jesus's life leader, or mm-hmm. um, you know their their journey weekend um, you know person, or you know whatever. They're Parents, all the same. community group. Yeah, community group people. Um, you know whatever's going on in the life of our church that we are all. Um, influencing our our children Mm -hmm. and so the dedication does bring into account the corporate responsibility of of the believers of the church and the parents i mean you know i don't i don't think a parent is going to stand before a church and say we are making a covenant with god and we're dedicating our child before you know these hundreds and hundreds of people um unless they mean it you know <laughs> okay what do you got there
1: i mean it it's one of those things where It can like, be a routine well like grandma says you're going to go get this baby dedicated
0: mm yeah 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 you know that's true i have an interesting uh story about about grandmas and and all that stuff so um growing up catholic right mm-hmm. um infant baptism all that stuff um so my sister uh, had uh, her first child, Hannah, and um, and Hannah, my sister wasn't uh, practicing Catholic, wasn't going to Catholic church, and I think it started going just to a, like a non-denominational type church, and so Hannah had never been baptized. Yeah. Um, never didn't have infant baptism or christened or anything like that, um, and so I think when Hannah was maybe eleven or twelve or so. Um, the, you know, they'd be going to church or whatnot, and my sister asked me if, when I came out for Christmas if I would baptize Hannah because she was asking about it and wanted to be baptized, and I was like, yeah, for sure. Um, so I talked to Hannah and asked her You know, made sure where yeah. she was in her faith, and, and so I was out there for Christmas, and um, you know, we... You know, my sister had arranged for people to be there. We went to a friend of hers house that had a hot tub because this was winter mm-hmm. in Oklahoma. It's very cold. Um, so I baptized my niece, Hannah, in a hot tub. Well, my mom was there and she was not very, she wasn't super excited about the day. And I asked her later and I was like, well, so why, why aren't you, you know, mm-hmm. I can tell she was bothered. She goes, well, I just don't think that was really a baptism. I mean, a hot tub you know in outside someone's house and i just don't think it was a baptism and i was like oh well you know i don't think that you know, I don't, I just don't think God's restricted like that. And I think I mean, it's okay. Jesus got baptized in a river. So yeah. Right. So that was her, resp- and, you know, I, I, my mom's not here to defend herself, but, um, so she's like, I don't know. I just don't know if it's a baptism or not. And I was like, well, you know, okay. And she was, and, and plus I already baptized Hannah when she was a baby. I put some spit on my thumb and made the sign of the cross and prayed a blessing over. Her. And I was like, so hold on a minute. <laughs> hold on a minute. So you're telling me that you're saying you don't think she's that that the hot tub works, but you're saying spit on your thumb and the sign of the cross works. I said, you know what? Whatever. Um, you know, she's <laughs> it's all working now. So I just thought that was really funny. So um that's just and and I think that is probably a perfect story to encapsulate how so many people view Mm -hmm. baptism and what it means and when it happens and Mm -hmm. how much water is needed or not and all that stuff. Friends, it is about acknowledging that Jesus Christ is Lord. God um, has made it possible for us to be in relationship with him through Jesus and his Holy Spirit works in our lives, um, leads us, guides us, um, calls after us, and equips us to do, uh, to, to live into that reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's what this is all, all, all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm definitely, I mean, you've heard me today, Josh, I'm, I'm obviously not dying on any particular baptism cross. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's even the right term to use when we talk about this. Cause that's kind of, but <laughs> I, I mean that, that hill, I guess is the better term, but, um, I just, it's about the work of god uh, Mm -hmm. in our lives and so
1: and i'm excited for caroline to be a part of our first dedication service
0: yes so caroline we've got um eight children seven sets of parents so one of them has two kids that are doing this and we this time i mean again i don't even know if we'll do an age limit but we're like you know what we'll say three and under we've been here for three years we Mm -hmm. haven't done a dedication before so we'll 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 go three and under and and, um, and so I'm very excited about, about this week. And with that, with some of these parents who are coming to dedicate their child, we also have, I think it's three different couples who are partnering in ministry. How great is that? They haven't really done that yet. And I'm actually about to contact a set of grandparents with one of those sets of parents because they've been here too. And, and, and I'm like, Hey, do you, do you want to partner as well? Cause it's, you know, mm-hmm. so they, they probably will as well. So I just, I'm excited about it. Um, and I think, as often as the case, Josh, I think we have made it crystal muddy, muddy, muddy clear that uh, at least they, of, at of least what...
1: we've said what everything is, <laughs> and that it, and that all of them are important.
0: They are, and a, and someone who is like a diehard proponent of any one of these uh, would probably say we didn't really address it, but that's okay too. So whatever. Yeah. It's all, it's all good. Yeah. So hey, porch community, uh, anything we want to mention, Josh, before we say bye?
1: Um, porch kids are like doing their first normal week this week. Yes. So if so you they, have, they have a, a birth through,
0: well, we will have they will have already had it. Oh but, yeah, because they're up, end huh? of they're into their routine now. Yep. And our students and.
1: Uh, yep, they're having their first small groups tonight. So if you're interested if you have a high schooler, um, and they want to get plugged into a small group, email Justin and get them in that yes um we said it last week but i mean church is no good without community so plug into a community group for sure find your find your small church family and pour into them because that's that's how church works
0: yeah and with our let's go series uh if you picked up one of those action steps uh follow through do what it says i picked up Um, one that
1: says give Kristen a hug
0: (laughs) I, that was not made I would have made that I made if she, one if she hadn't helped okay good yeah she loves all those hugs
1: so if you're a listener <laughs> give Kristen a big old bear hug she
0: needs a good hug a good hug and I didn't mention but we have um, someone else in the studio with us oh yeah that I didn't mention at the outset uh-uh. they've been kind of quiet
1: they've been really good they
0: have it is my dog Poppy hey Poppy hello sweet girl she's been chilling with us yeah during she's this done episode. really well you're a good girl you are I love
1: you. My dogs would not have worked out.
0: <laughs> well, if we had brought our puppy Oki, that's mm, another story. So, yeah. But hey, porch community, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, thanks for listening. Share this episode and and the podcast in general. If it's beneficial to you, it's probably going to be beneficial to someone else. And we look forward to talking to you soon and seeing you on Sunday. See you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> roof, roof. You've been listening to The 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help
1: you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.